You are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions. But uh, rarely any facts. Impersonation might occur. But uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Hey there, and welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. It is I, DJ Impact, and we have here Matt Michaels, Sin City Steve, and once again, we have Rob Bossoleri with us. So welcome, everyone, to our wrestling talk. We're glad you're here with us. As always, please put your comments in the chat box of whichever platform you're watching us on. That could be YouTube. That could be Twitch. Uh, that can be Facebook Live. Uh, please put it in. And as we go along with the segments, you know, we want to know what you think as well. Let us know what your uh, two sweets for the week or your W2F. Just type them in and we'll get it on the screen as well. So anyway, uh, that's that. Fellas, it's good to see you. Let's uh, get into some good wrestling topics and uh, let's get it started. Too sweet for the week. <laughs> All right, Mr. Sin City, Steve, man, tell me what highlights you have from this past week. All right, so as always in AEW, they put on banger matches. Storylines, eh, we'll see. But uh, nonetheless, let's talk about some highlights. Uh, FTR beat Commander and uh, Hijo Del Vikingo in a match that uh, just on the surface sounded like a clash of styles, but it just absolutely worked. Um, definitely recommend checking it out. The only problem, this match took place on Rampage. So, yeah, I'm sure about 200,000 people saw it and no one else. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and uh, indulge yourself in that one. Uh, anyway, uh, elsewhere, MJF defended his world title uh, against Daniel Garcia on Dynamite. Um, and quite frankly, this match wasn't so much about telling the story of somebody winning a world title. Uh, it, it felt more about preparing Daniel Garcia for a big push. Um, yes, MJF won the match, but Garcia looked better after the match. Uh, you can definitely tell that they're starting to do some character building with him, which is a very good thing. Yeah. Um, elsewhere, uh, Swerve Strickland and Penta went out and they had arguably one of the best matches, if not the best match on AEW TV this entire week. Mm. Uh, Swerve picked up the win in about 14 minutes, but go check this match out. Um, Yes, there were plenty of high spots, plenty of one-two oohs to be had. It was it was just all around chef's kiss, great stuff. And lastly, every single week, I seemingly rave about Jay White and Bullet Club Gold. Yep. This week is no exception. Mm. He cut he cut a great promo this week, had a banger match this week, and uh, you know he continues to sow those seeds of doubt, even so slightly. Uh, that he's going to win the title at full gear, which he's not, but nonetheless, too sweet. All right. No doubt. Why don't we go right over to you, Rob? What two sweet items you have for you, for you this week? 
SmackDown, SmackDown, SmackDown. They ran away with it. Uh, Santos Escobar going heel. They did set the seeds for that a while ago when he was supposed to get the uh, United States belt and he, you know, Rey Mysterio ended up getting it. So him going heel, they're going to have to go back to that story. Um, that'll carry us through a pay-per-view. That was interesting. But, of course, the 90,000 women joining uh, Damage Control, that was just most entertaining because I didn't quite see that coming. Um, I kind of figured that uh, when uh, Empress of Tomorrow came out, mm-hmm. you go, wait a minute, w- which way is she going to go? There's no way they're going to have an, uh, a straight-up match. I'm thinking this is going to be a complete Japanese stable and that we're going to get rid of the dead weight. Uh, it's interesting to see which way this is going to go. Um, on Bailey dead weight, go fuck yourself. It's it's all no, as far as the Japanese, I don't think Bailey's dead weight. I'm thinking that's the way they're going to frame it okay. that the Japanese women are going to go, hey, she's dead weight. Obviously, she's been carrying that team and she's been putting them over, uh, but that's the way they're going to frame it. Um, as far as collision, we finally got to like two years later, CJ Perry showing up and she shows up with Andrade El Idolo and represents him. And we see Miro in the background watching. He wins his match. Uh, she didn't call out any plays. And a lot of the times people don't realize that the managers are actually calling the moves that Paul Heyman would call out the moves for Brock Lesnar. So he wasn't botching. So um, it's interesting to see which way this is going to go. Right now, she just kind of looks like she's just background cardboard cutout like Jay White. Um, but I like that they finally started moving this story along. <laughs> All right. Good stuff, man. Matt Michaels, what was your two sweet for the week? Oh, is he frozen? He's frozen at the thought of CJ Perry. <laughs> And her immense beauty and her flexibleness. Matt, are you on? Are you back on? Yeah, I think so. Until it, <laughs> all right, I hear you. It goes uh, off again. So, <laughs> oh boy. Well, uh, let's hurry up before it goes back up. What you got? Uh, Noam Dar, Noam Dar, and uh, Tazawa had a hell of a match on NXT. All of a sudden, Tozawa is being used this week. Yeah. So. Very interesting to see, uh, you know. Until he joins damage control. Well, I was just going to say, you know, it seems like something's going on. Something's going to be announced that they're going to be in Japan by the way that they've done Germany and Australia. Japan is next, and I think that they're getting ready for it. So don't be surprised. Uh, Tiffany Stratton versus Fallon Henley uh, was a great, solid match. Fallon doesn't get enough credit. Uh, as good as she's become uh trick and mellow having a a conversation about who fucked who over uh and then lexus king stirring the pot very cool to see uh pillman jr already getting uh, a little uh little push towards uh you know what they're going to potentially do with him yeah Uh, the brawling brutes had a great vignette that actually made me go, hey, those guys are interesting. Um, <laughs> you get to see the character a little bit more, and it's fucking great. Right. Uh, Seth versus Sammy and Raw was absolutely fabulous. Yeah. Uh, setting up uh, what we're going to see at uh, Survivor Series in uh, that big match. Uh, Santos Escobar turning on Ray was great. Uh, LA Knight versus Grayson Waller was solid. 
It's like a disease. You know, putting these guys in there with. <laughs> oh, boy. I think we lost him. But he was pretty much summing it up. So, uh... and, and And that's that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You're a comedic timing, sir. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's get right into our uh, next segment, which is uh, Where is the Love? <laughs> All right. Rob, you get to start this one. Uh, where's the love out there? Uh, again, uh, I, and I brought up a moment ago, Miro is not really getting any in-ring work. They, they've taken way too long to get him developed. Um, I want to see him fight. So I'm assuming he's probably nursing some wounds or something to that effect. Uh, also on the raw locker room again, we said this last week and again, they showed you there's no activity really with the women beyond Rhea Ripley and whomever she's going to job out that week. So, uh, they they tried to set something up with Natalia. Natalia mm. is a is the longest, hardest working jobber in the game. Uh, it, I, I I don't see what's doing there. Mm. I I I'm really not understanding. Also, what the point of AEW is right now? Maybe more of a what the hell, or I mean, what uh, what the fuck moment? But the the storylines are disconnected. So. Where is the love for, uh, you know, like, you know, uh, uh, Jay White? He's not wrestling people that have anything to do with the storyline. See what I'm saying? They're not they're not tying it all together. They're just doing random matches. Mm -hmm. So I'm not I'm a little confused as to what it is that they're doing. Uh, they're throwing other people in just for the sake of it. Red Velvet. Uh, she had two matches, a win and a loss. I, I don't know what the purpose is because they introduced her, but unceremoniously. She just kind of showed up. Just well, to be a stepping stone. Gotta be a where's the where's the love for Red Velvet? Yeah, I need any love. Or? She got love on yeah. Rampage. She's still stuck in her mother's she, kitchen. She did. She did get a win on Rampage. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was well, a half and half, but there which, was again no, no one watched. So we'll, we'll, right, we'll get to that shit. Yeah, uh, it, it seems like on on AEW half the the half of the wrestlers are just there to to job and put over the other guys to move over a storyline that they were never a part of. Okay, got you. Let's go over to you, Matt Michaels. What you got? Uh, I will uh, I will go along with some of that AEW where's the love and say that Mark Briscoe needs to be the ROH champion. What the fuck are they doing by not, you know, that builds your fucking brand if you want to build the brand. In fact, mm -hmm. more exposure has been on Samoa Joe with the TV title with no television <laughs> right. than the fucking championship belt. So Briscoe proved by going with Jay White that he is the one who deserves to build that fucking brand period yeah um the other where's the love for me is diy oh they get back together they get on raw and they lose to the creed brothers yeah yeah uh, <laughs> and champa they, yeah i look at the creed brothers and i think is this 1985 like <laughs> local high school wrestling i don't 
you know what the the thing is is that those guys have talent but uh they're still trying to find their personalities and at some point th this is the safest way to go with them um if you want to if you want to make that joke though you have to fucking talk about uh little shorty nick short and uh when shorty g was around it was awful so what did they do they put him back to being the olympic style wrestler um yeah. yep and then that worked uh yeah diy won last week <laughs> nice john last week well there's one <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. all but, right you know hey debut a team and have a veteran team lose to them why not sin city steve man where's the love you know I, I i think that we've been beating this drum for a couple of years now but nonetheless i'm gonna say it because i haven't said it in some time on this show okay but keith lee has been criminally misused uh. in aew absolutely criminally mm -hmm. misused mm -hmm. you know i i it's crazy. Uh, I think that everybody can agree with me on that too. Um, you know, on dynamite Samoa Joe wrestled Keith Lee and, uh, it was for the ROH TV title. Um, you know, big men slapping man meat and the arena loved it. You know, everybody by all accounts, favorable reactions to the match. The only problem is, is that, well, Keith Lee passed out from the coquina clutch and I'm okay with that as an isolated incident. Sure. But then after the match, they had Joe vacate the ring of honor TV title. And huh? yes. Yeah. So it is currently vacant. So you're telling me that they couldn't have found a way to <laughs> get that title onto Keith Lee. Right. By hook or by crook, some chicanery, some bullshit, whatever. And especially nope. since, They've been teasing this Shane Taylor feud as a callback from 10 fucking years ago. Right. Okay. Why not have them feud over the Ring of Honor television title? I well, mean, here's a question. Does anybody here watch Ring of Honor? Or are we just watching the Ring of Honor championship matches on Dynamite and, and That's Collision? it. That's it. There is no Ring of Honor. It's fucking ridiculous. It, it It's on Honor Club. You have to pay for it. So, I mean, it's, it's for a very, very select few. <laughs> It's ridiculous, um, but yeah, I, I completely People agree with you. Arena don't even watch the fucking show. Of course not. They they bail out as soon as the shit's over before the Ring of Honor tapings start. Um, so, but yeah. Anyway, where's the love for Keith Lee? I got you. Yeah, yeah. His hair's man. black again, though. That's something. Hey man, and he poured in a storm. I guess. <laughs> DJ, I you gotta find. You gotta find his guy. <laughs> Get, get that get that gray out man <laughs> this is horrible horrible <laughs> anyway it is what it is all right let's get to this week's this is the this is the part i really love the most this week's wtf and to kick us off matt michaels what do you got okay so Red Velvet returns. Uh, first off, did anyone know she was gone? Second <laughs> off, did anyone realize she was with the company before? I don't know. Right. But this woman returns, and uh, then you have Julia Hart beat her right away. 
on Dynamite. Julia fucking Hart. Okay. So Red Velvet obviously is going to get buried. Oh, wait. Rampage happens. And she's going to face Ruby Soho. And Ruby Soho is going to lose to Red Velvet, who lost to Julia Hart. (laughs) Because flowers were delivered ringside. Seriously? Seriously. Green flowers. Yep. It was it was fucking ridiculous. It was stupid, and and then you have I mean, I don't even know who the fuck are those two guys again? The Angela Cool Hand Ange. Yeah, Cool Hand. Yeah, who the fuck are those guys? I fucking still hate them. They were <laughs> shit in NXT. They're shit here. Jesus Christ, fucking! I mean, listen, if they went to I don't know, Jesus, what's the worst place you could go? Mm. what's below gcw what's below gcw that's a great question if if they went to some fucking mexico bar that would be fine you Could know? they go to mexico triple bay <laughs> well hopefully hopefully adam bay uh bay bay goes there soon uh i'm getting sick of that shit too um Okay, uh, you know what? Uh, RJ City backstage interviewer, what the fuck? Get him fucking out of there. That guy's fucking shit. Uh, Mariah May, who the fuck is she? Uh, you acting like people know who the fuck this person is. New Japan. She's a New Japan jobber. Uh, Apparently, she's a Tony Storm stalker. That's what we're getting with that. Um, a round robin tournament that fans have been calling for for years, Tony Khan says. Jesus Christ, this guy's a fucking delusional piece of shit. Uh, Danielson is going to be at all ends. So you all know that uh, two months before it happens, he's getting injured and that will be the end of his career. Uh, So he will never make that. But of course, the injured wrestler whose eye just popped out of his head socket is the first person announced in the goddamn tournament that they're doing. This is fucking stupid. (laughs) I, I just I don't get it. Um, <laughs> Sting is 64 years old and in ring wrestling and on the outside is 68 year old Jake Roberts. Did anyone realize that Jake Roberts is only four years older than Sting? Because <laughs> he looks like your fucking grandfather. <laughs> and Sting looks like your dad at that point with Darby. So. There you go. And by the way, the Suavecitos lost to the kingdom and SB Nation reacted to them in the uh, Rampage recap as the kingdom versus jobbers. Wow. Taven takes out first jobber with leg lariat, (laughs) Bennett, and Taven used tandem offense and a pile driver to take out the other jobber. This is a total squash. Poor Los Suavecitos. Got All right, let me go over then to Sin City Steve and see what he's got. Maybe he can uh, agree with some of that. Maybe he will be like, "It's all bullshit." We're gonna learn right now, Steve. What you got? I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay within my two minute time clock, so uh, <laughs> we're gonna make this quick. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, you you know how I talked about that uh, that ROH TV title abdication in the last segment? Yeah, that can go in this fucking segment too. What the fuck is that bullshit? Yeah. Um. Anyway, as was mentioned earlier in the show, too, you know, evidently CJ Perry is going to be managing Andrade. 
Uh, ah, yeah, because that makes all the fucking sense in the world. Why not? Um, at least I guess that that'll ensure that Andrade and Miro are on TV fairly regularly. Ah, I don't know. I, I what the fuck? <laughs> um, and then you know, multiple three and four way matches um, being on the same show can be a sign of lazy booking. I don't know if you guys are aware of that, but just in case you're kind of curious. Yeah. And that's exactly what we fucking have at full gear. Imagine that. Wow. Um, you know, the TBS title match, Chris Statlander, Julia Hart, and what will be sky blue because she is wrestling red velvet. And as has been established, the only person that red velvet can beat in the entire company is Ruby Soho. Um, <laughs> anyway, whatever, some shit's going to go on in that. Um, and then also you've got the world tag title match, also known as, uh, you know, an eight man clusterfuck. Uh, you got Ricky Starks and Big Bill, FTR, LFI, HOB, LMNOP, QRS. It, like fucking acronyms aplenty. Um, so in case you weren't keeping score, FTR. Now I know my J-O-Bs, they will lose. It's easy to see. Just, just here's one last acronym, WTF. Got you. God, Steve, you still got a minute 46 to go. Nope. He yields uh, the time to the floor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's. I, just... I was gonna. I was gonna stay within my time frame, and I got pissed off just rec recanting the shit that I had jotted down. Hold on. We forgot about the most ultimate tag team that AEW has to offer: the Outrunners, oh, and the Workhorsemen. Yeah. At least when Dalton Castle comes out with the boys, you know they're there to get their asses pounded in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> This is a it, this is what I don't understand with AEW. WWE does this. They have a storyline and to advance the story, they don't have the two guys who are involved in the story wrestle. They have your your winners decided well in advance. We know that there was no way the outrunners are going to get anything done in the ring. So then we we bring in, you know, we bring in the the the, the rest of the guys afterwards to clean it up. I, I don't understand why they keep going to this trope. Um with Julia Hart and and Sky Blue, are they just gonna like have a missed off? I, I mean, I get the good witch, bad witch thing, but this is such a shitty tired trope that dude, everyone gets dude, the missed. Put, put it, put it on OnlyFans. Right, we're gonna. I mean, and then let's off. get Oscar too, and we can have a bunch of women with crap coming out of their eyeballs, and it'll just be rainbow miss party on OnlyFans for twenty nine ninety five on Fight Network. You can see rainbow miss party. And it'll just be a bunch of hot chicks spitting into each other's eyes and acting like they've got cayenne pepper in their eyes. I don't get where they're going with this. Um, where can I sign up? Uh, when <laughs> it came to Raw, Raw sucks. For WWE, that's their weakest product. It's three hours of people talking about handling the business of the Judgment Day. And then Sami Zayn is going to scream bloody murder. And again, they, they keep doing this again. He doesn't do anything. He sucks now. And they're going to run out of stuff for him to do. And then you're going to put uh, Drew McIntyre on there. What are we going to do with Drew McIntyre on the Judgment Day? We're going to goth him up now and put makeup on him? I don't understand where they're going. This is all pretty fucking boring. Right now, SmackDown is controlling all of the uh, wrestling right now. Okay. All right. Man. Let's get right into our next segment because we know the WTFs. Well, now we need to know what are you looking forward to. So let's see. 
that brings us to Sin City. Steve, what are you looking out for, man? All right. So on Collision, they did make the announcement that AEW is going to have their own version of the G1 Climax tournament that they're calling the Continental Classic. Oh. Uh, it's going to be a 12-man round-robin tournament uh, with the championship finale happening at World's End at the end of the year. Um, I would actually be good with this being a regular yearly thing. Uh, as long as they can find this kind of round-robin tournament to, you know, one one area of, of the calendar, if they want to do it at the end of the year every year, then that's cool. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously, this was mainly born out of necessity because seemingly, Brian Danielson, unfortunately, can't be healthy at the time of the G1. Um, he was initially supposed to be a part of it, I believe two years ago, he was injured. He was supposed to be in it this past year. He was injured. So okay. it's just, yeah, yeah, it's not, it's, I guess that you can, uh, just make your own tournament when you're Tony Khan. Uh, so <laughs> why not? Uh, if, if they're going to do that, do you think his kids like play with his eyeball when it's dangling? Oh, like, you know, kind of like, or, or did, like the. You know, the baby lays down and it's like over the crib, just hanging there. <laughs> That's fucked up. I, but you know, I did eat no, just it, before we got on. So yeah, right. Um <laughs> now in seriously, one thing that I really do wish that they would do is you know, have this this tournament actually mean something. You know, if you're going to give somebody a trophy or whatever it is then do what New Japan does and give that person a legit world title shot at a pay-per-view. Um, but nonetheless, I am looking forward to that. I love round-robin tournaments. I do want to see what is done in AEW. All right, all right. Uh, let's go over to you, Matt Michaels. What are you looking out for? I'm looking out for the fact that Zia Lee still has a job. I didn't <laughs> realize that until she challenged for the NXT title. Uh, so Lyra versus Zia Lee, uh, I guess. Uh, Chase, you did one of the fucking best vignettes that you could do because they're starting to use music behind this stuff to set it up like it's a television show. It's fucking great. Yeah. And uh, oh, something's up because Chase, Andre Chase, he got an envelope and JC opened it. She saw something and uh, there's there's going to be some tension when they wrestle uh, and defend their titles this week against the Don and Stacks, uh, Creed Brothers and Ivy on Raw. That should be interesting to see if um, if the Creed Brothers can maintain and develop because they had nowhere else to go in NXT. So it's time for the big show for those guys. Uh, Zoe Stark won the Battle Royal. She goes against Rhea at uh, Survivor Series. Uh, can Zoe? win the belt from Rhea Ripley. Um, and let's face it. Bowens was tossed through real glass this week. So we oh, know wow. the devil is Jungle Boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to do AEW logic now. <laughs> exactly, man. <laughs> All right. Um, Good, good stuff, man. Let's go over to you, uh, Rob. Well, AEW sucks. We have an idea of where SmackDown's going already, so I'm looking at TNA. 
Um, I'm actually interested because they got a whole bunch of new wrestlers in. They added to the Rascals uh, Myron Reed. They added oh. uh, they added Sonny Kiss from AEW. So I'm interested oh, yeah? to see okay. who he uh, teams up with. Uh, Will Ospreay is listed on their roster. So I'm expecting some banger matches with him. And the one that he had, um, uh, the one that we had with Mike Bailey was interested. So I'm interested to see some matches with him going forward. I'm I and oh also Vladimir Kozlov. They've got Oleg Prudius wrestling now. Uh, so I'm actually just going to <laughs> I'm just going to take nice. a, a, a not the low road or the high road. We're just going to take a different path and uh, see what's going down the TNA roster uh, because they've got a healthy roster right now and they're actually building some damn storylines. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Grace beat Bully Ray to get a Call Your Shots title match, and she's going for the uh, uh, women's title. So I'm actually looking forward to that yeah. uh, down the road. Um, as far as, uh, you know, I, I want to see, as far as AEW is concerned, I want to see Miro wrestle, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, what the, I, I just blanked out. Uh, uh, wrestle, just wrestle? I, I, yeah, just wrestle. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see him get into a, a feud with uh, uh, El Idolo. Uh, that will be that will be interesting. Um, if they could make a long term feud and do, I don't know, maybe a few weeks of continued uh fights, that would be interesting. And of course, I want to see the flexible wife be more flexible in the ring, get rid of the massive 80s jacket. <laughs> hey, can we can we start a new segment called Where's Waldor or Wardlow or whatever the fuck his name is now? Because I can't, oh, yeah, we forgot him. about him, yeah. Yeah, what the hell, man? Didn't he have a belt for like one week? Yeah, belt. Didn't didn't he oh, have no. a couple matches for a couple weeks, destroying people, and now he's gone <laughs> again? What the fuck is up with that? Oh. And they, they put Cage. They put Cage in the match with Hobbs. Why did you not put him in the fuck, dude? Oh, and I, I'm I'm waiting to see Paul White's legs uh, get buckled from underneath <laughs> because now they. You saw that little promo where he just stood up and we were supposed to be impressed because they realized they should have just did the promo like that in the first place. It's it's not going to... You have Captain Insano wrestle. Yeah. If Captain Insano wrestles, everything's good. You know, just give him a kilt so we don't see how mangled his legs are. Just have him wear Jesus. like a really long ball gown out there. <laughs> yeah, but in that case, we're going to actually see his lump balls. Oh, boy. <laughs> Okay. Oh god. Our next segment will be Thank God you made it more awkward. That's this show. <laughs> That's normal for him. All right. Rob, I'll let you start off. I know you said you pretty much said it several times. It looked like you're going to give the winner to to, to SmackDown, but yeah. uh what, you know, Anything else you want to add to why you want to give SmackDown the SmackDown the the the, the matches were good as is they even followed up again uh, with the uh, uh, you know you had two you had two uh, kind of swerves so that was great. No, he was uh, on AEW, Rob. What? <laughs> he was on AEW. Oh, swerve, swerve. Oh uh, God. Yeah, he's, he's he's working on being a comedian too, right? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. No, it took me too long to pick that one up. 
<laughs> you really did take a long time, Rob. All right. All right. Um, we had some follow-up matches uh, uh, again. Uh, that guy from that uh, you know, I can't even remember the the freaking guy who got jobbed out the other day, and he was wrestling the Luchador. And I and I tell you, I I can't even remember either of their goddamn names. I, I am completely blanking out. Not Shelton Benjamin, the other one who's got no future in SmackDown. I, uh, um, but at least they followed up with it, and they're and they're trying to do something with this guy who's going to be the next Apollo Cruz, you know, where he tries, and even affirmative action doesn't save his ass because he's just not any good on a mic and mediocre in a ring, um, you know, Alexander, you know, whatever his name is. Oh, uh, but we had the uh, we had the two, uh, you know, the uh, Ray Mysterio story, which is going to be interesting. And then, of course, the 90 women joining Damage Control, which is like half the fucking SmackDown roster. <laughs> so, yeah, SmackDown at least did something, and it was exciting, right. and there was a twist. Good stuff. Uh, let's go over to you. Uh, oh, let's go Sin City. All right. Um, <laughs> so, obviously, uh, for me, I'm going to say it was AEW Dynamite. Um, Samoa Joe and Keith Lee, Swerve and Penta, Jay White, Mark Briscoe were all great matches. Yeah. Uh, we had the debut, uh, the debut announcement of Mariah May, which I know that that was a WTF that was mentioned. Um, I didn't actually have a problem with the way that they did it. I'm just happy that they didn't have her attack somebody to no response because mm. they've done that in the past where they're, they debut somebody and they don't exactly get the reaction that they're looking for. And that's always uh, 10 times as bad. So yeah. I, I would have liked for them to have done like a video package accompanying, you know, the, the promo that ensued. But nonetheless, uh, having Mariah May in the AEW women's division is hopefully going to be a good thing. Yeah. Um, I think that she could bring quite a bit and I don't know, maybe act as an understudy to Tony Storm. Um, you or could have some fun. Double. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say you could have her essentially be the female version of Damian Sandow for The Miz um, and, you know, adapt that to the character. I think that there's a lot of things that they could do with this. Um, and yeah, the uh, the the ninjas throwing the acclaim through the glass window at the end of the show. Um, yeah, that was that was interesting. But if you'll notice, they're doing a bit of a process of elimination. Um, so there are certain people that cannot be the devil. Um, so that was pretty interesting. Uh, Samoa Joe showing up at, at the end of the show, looking like a Disney villain, uh, making the comment that, uh, MJF's running out of friends before laughing as the show cuts to black. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was a solid, solid show. Much better than last week. Holy shit. Yeah. All right, Mac. Matt Michaels, let's do it. Uh, yeah, obviously it was Rampage. Um, you know, the the flowers uh, angle is, is riveting. Uh, yes. I, uh, the I, ring flowers. The ring flowers. It was amazing. Uh, I I really uh, appreciate the fact that Los Suavecitos, uh, Tony Schiavone could yep. not say the words. <laughs> And and they were burying him on commentary too. They were saying how like they were drinking earlier before the match and shit. It's like what the fuck? Wow. 
<laughs> I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Um, so, yeah, uh, no, NXT for me was uh, wonderful to see this week and yeah. uh, just a, a continuation of good stuff going on uh, because uh, they're trying stuff. It's, uh, yeah, it's different. And, uh, you know, close second was Raw because Raw was awesome. Yeah. All I right. Just, I just want to piss Rob off. <laughs> <laughs> he was waiting for my reaction. And, yeah, I, I, I watched all three hours. I couldn't tell you what happened. <laughs> That's because you were drinking before the match. <laughs> you kind of have to watch Ross Robacito. <laughs> or or in this case, Los Bossacito. Oh, yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah. You know, you uh, don't have a comedy career. It's not going anywhere. It's not, it's not <laughs> happening. Not going to happen. Boom. Boom. All right, y'all. That is our wrestling talk. As always, we appreciate you coming out, hanging out with us uh, this week. We'll be back for wrestling talk next week again. So please join us. All you have to do is make sure that you hit that that follow or notification button on whichever platform that you watch us on. And when we go live, hopefully you you get notified so you can pop on. So we appreciate you. Uh, if you are watching us live, we are going to do three count next. So, again, that's why it's important for you to be following us so you know. But if you're just listening to the podcast because you download it, thank you for downloading. We appreciate it. Hopefully we got a few uh, good laughs and chuckles out of you. We'll do it again next week. Until then, take care and happy wrestling. Vegas bad boys of podcasting.